In today's episode, we're going to cover number nine of the nine golden values to live by. And this one is so obvious to do with self that it even has self in its name. Self-control. It's going to be good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we'll look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. My name is Joe Sellers, and I am your host. And we've been going through a series, other than a couple of holiday episodes I inserted in there, we've been going through a series of the nine golden values to live by. Once again, just kind of a quick summary, you know, values, basically anytime you do any kind of, of uh, growth or self-growth or, or you're trying to uh, learn leadership, things like that. So somewhere along the way, you're probably going to go through a values exercise because basically values are something that a business can use or an individual can use as a filter to really kind of help them make decisions. So basically these are things that when you have to make a decision, they're going to, you're going to make decisions based on your values. I'm sure most of you have heard this before. You've maybe even seen them listed at a church or at a business, or maybe you have done a, a work before where you've, you know, maybe you've been given a list of a hundred different values and you pick out the top 20 or the top 10, and then you narrow it down to maybe the top three values that you, that you know that that's kind of the way you're wired, if you would. And so as I was thinking about that one day, I was taking a walk and I thought about the the nine fruits of the spirit. And I thought, man, now there are definitely some values to live by. And then as I thought further about it, I realized you could break those down into three distinct areas that deal primarily with God, uh, three more that deal primarily with others, and then the last three that deal primarily with self. And so we've covered those in previous podcasts. And so today I want to cover self-control. And then over the next couple of weeks, we'll we'll kind of tie this all together in and how this all fits together in in the three by three by three uh, matrix uh, or framework, if you would. So, like I said, today we're going to talk about self control. So once again, the fruit of the spirit that I'm talking about it comes primarily from the the verse Galatians five twenty two and twenty three that says, "But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control." There's no law against these, and so those are the nine golden values to live by. And so today we're talking about self control, which basically it's the virtue of one who has mastered his desires and passion passions, especially his sensual appetites, and it's a key ingredient in relation to self. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to only be related, of course, to sensual desires, but this can be any kind of desires that you have, any kind of uh, traits that you might have, any kind of temptations you may have, but basically self-control. So living a self-controlled, disciplined life. Now, what's interesting is this word is only used uh, this particular Greek word is only used four times in the New Testament, and two of those times actually come from one verse. And so it's not it's not used a whole lot, uh, at least in this particular form. Uh, obviously, it's Galatians 5, 22, 23. The other one has to do with when Paul was teaching, uh, Felix teaching some uh, a, a ruler or, a, or a, um, someone in leadership authority, 
in a leadership position. He was teaching him about self-control. And that's a whole other story. But basically, the one other passage that I will go ahead and share with you that talks about self-control because it fits so well with this and kind of gives a broader picture of it too is Second Peter 1, 3 through 9. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Okay, now that's that's a great start to a passage right there. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need to live a godly life. Because obviously, if you want to be an exceptional man, husband, and father, one of those key elements of that is going to be, of course, living a godly life. That's going to be the best way to do that. So we have, continuing with the passage, we have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory, glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Okay, so that's verse 3 and 4. So now picking up verse 5, and the reason I gave 3 and 4 because verse 5 says, in view of all this. Okay, so basically I started with verse 5. It kind of leave, it would kind of leave part of that out. So start with verse 5. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Okay, so... God makes a promise to you. How do you respond to that? So carrying on verse five, supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patience, patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. Okay, now that is awesome. You need to pretty much write, at least write that reference down, Second Peter 1, 3 through 9. Read through it. Again, that's a great one to, to kind of meditate on and see what else God would tell you about it. But basically what Peter was talking about here was that basically these things build on each other. So we, we have our faith um, which leads to moral excellence. Moral excellence leads with to knowledge. Knowledge with self control. Self control with patience and patient endurance. Patient endurance with godliness. Godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. So those build on each other and help help each one of those to grow even greater, to where you can really live a Christ centered, uh, you know, God godly life. Okay, so. So obviously right in the middle of all that that I just read is self-control. And so basically when I when I think about what it takes to be a, an excellent man, husband, and father, and I think about self-control, then there's just so many areas of our life that this is such a key value to live by. Because I know with me, you know, just speaking for myself, and I'm sure some of you listening to this right now are probably the same way. I can be a, a very easily a man of extremes, and so and and it's cost me dearly at times. So and that extreme can be anything, you know. If I if I'm doing something wrong, I can go to the extreme with it. But it's not just when, when we're talking self control. You know, I I really believe that it's not just about um, controlling yourself to where you don't sin in your life. You know, that's that's obvious. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, don't sin. Duh, that's that's clear. If we want to really live a godly life, if we really want to be an amazing, exceptional man, husband, and father, then obviously we need to remove sin from our life. We need to, as much as possible, not sin. If we if we if we realize we're heading into sin, we need to stop. We need to practice self control. We need to ask Jesus to forgive us and give us strength to overcome that. 
and not sin. Okay, now that's that's clear. I don't I don't feel like I need to really go much deeper there because that's obvious. Don't sin. Now, you know, obviously we could spend months talking podcast about what is sin and and how do you can overcome sin, things like that. But but basically, the one thing I want to touch on on this podcast uh, episode today is when we're talking self control, it's not just about sin in your life that you need to control yourself over, and not indulge in sin. But I believe to really be an exceptional man, husband, and father, there are times that we have to, to control ourselves even with good things. And I know most of you have probably heard examples uh, or, or whole books written on, you know, basically good is the enemy of great. And so what we're talking about is this: the whole purpose of this podcast is for those of us who feel like we're average or, or ordinary or... Um, you know, normal men, husbands, and fathers, we want to go past that and we want to be exceptional. While settle for average when exceptional is an option, extraordinary is an option. And so basically, when you look at that, you have to understand that good really is the enemy of great. Good or okay or enough really is the enemy of uh, of exceptional. I mean, think about it. You know, you can be average and okay, but that will keep you from being exceptional because exceptional means you have to take it to another level. And so if we're talking having the value of self-control, then by all means, that is also going to include the, the good things in life. Now, okay, I love food and obviously self-control. <laughs> you can have too much food. Duh. All right. That's clear. But you have to understand that there are things that we can that can distract us. So basically what we have to understand is, you know, what do we value in life? What do we value time-wise? You know, time is, is here's a great example, because time is something that we all are given. I don't care if you are the best husband or man or father in the world, or if you're the poorest and the worst, no matter where you fall on that scale, far left or far right, the, the bottom line is we are each only given 24 hours a day. That's it. We can we can try to do any kind of time management courses we want. We can we can be super motivated to to make the most out of life. But at the end of the day, we are literally only given 24 hours, and that's it. And so that's why self control is so important. Because if we don't control ourselves, even with the good things, then we can lose one of the most valuable commodities that we have, one of the most valuable resources that we have to really be that exceptional man, husband, father, and that is time. If we don't watch out, if we lose some self-control and we do something that's not maybe not a sin, but it's just something that is okay or it's good, then that can really distract from being great, from really being exceptional. So I feel like that that, you know, when we're looking at the value of self-control, take some time and after you listen to this podcast, and, and if you're driving, obviously, wait till you get, get to your destination, get a piece of paper, get a digital journal, however you want to write this out. Write out some things in your life that you know that you lack self-control in. Okay, now, you know, if you obviously, you can list any sin that you struggle with and that, that you have to struggle with self-control in. That's obvious. You know, Write those down. But then also take time to dig a little deeper and find out, okay, what areas of my life are good that I like self-control in? Maybe it's 
just some examples of reading. I love reading. Well, you can read so much that you take away time from something that's more important. You know, video games. Video game playing a video game isn't a, isn't bad or or sinful. Well, I guess some video games could be, but generally speaking, playing video games or playing games or you know hobbies, things like that, any kind of fun activity. It's not necessarily that those things are evil or bad or sinful, but if you focus too much time on it, if you lose self-control there, then next thing you know, you're taking away from your spouse, from your kids, from from even time that you spend with God. And so you have to understand that self-control, it can very much be about the good things in your life, not just the sinful things, but also the good things. So make that list. Okay, where am I struggling with the sinful things in my life, where am I struggling with things that maybe are good? And like I said before, good is the enemy of great. Good is the enemy of exceptional. Because to really be exceptional as a man, husband, or father, you have to be able to focus yourself to where you really, like this, we're talking about values here. So when you value self-control, you need to be able to self control yourself to the point to where that you are focusing on what's most important. You're giving that most valuable commodity of time to what is really most important in your life. And so as you make this list of where do I struggle with self-control, then obviously it'd be great to say, okay, what what are the most important things in your life? And what what are the things as you write these things that you, you're lacking self-control in? Be it, you know, reading or hobbies, a, a particular hobby, uh, golf or you know wh- whatever it may be, reading, whatever it is that you feel like you maybe lose control. And when I say lose control, I know there's times that okay, I, I gave the example of video games. Well, there's definitely been times in my life where I've started playing a video game, and next thing I know, it's like, oh my gosh, where did the last two hours go? I just threw away two hours of my life. Or watching a movie that's like maybe good or not so good, but either way, that time's gone. So think about those things that that you lose self control in, where primarily. How that can often happen with good things is time. It it steals your time, takes away your time. And then once you make that list, then look at it and say, okay, now how can I practice more self-control in these areas? How can I set a timer if I'm going to read, if I'm going to play a video game, if I'm going to go golfing? How do I limit myself in these areas? Once again, not necessarily a sinful thing, but a, a thing that is taking my time. How do I limit myself in these areas and then focus more time, give more attention and time to the things that matter most? And when you really work through that in your life, I believe that's where you really start walking into this value of self-control. So once again, you know, wrap it up here. Self-control, it's not just about controlling yourself and, and not indulging in sin, but also it can be not indulging yourself in the good things. To the point to where something that is more important suffers. And then, of course, we could debate over, well, is that really then sin? But you know what I'm saying here. Basically, it doesn't have to be a sin to lose self-control in an area that can be harmful to something that would make you exceptional if you hadn't lost that self-control. So I hope I didn't go in circles there too much, folks. I, I hope you enjoyed that. hope it encouraged you. And I encourage you, if this is something you feel like uh, someone else might benefit from or you think they could also be encouraged, I encourage you to go ahead and share it with them, share it on social media. Go ahead and give me a like or a, or, um, a comment, and that can also help just broaden the, the reach of this podcast. Because once again, the, the real goal 
with this podcast is to encourage you to become a, a more exceptional man, husband, and father. Not to just settle for average, but to really be exceptional in all you do. Thank you so much. Uh, like I said earlier, next week we're going to be kind of tying these things together now that we've covered all nine of the values. We're going to keep going on this series and uh, look forward to, to talking to you next week. So you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening, and remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today. <laughs>